Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pre-Game on 101.1 The Beard. Starring News Channel 11's Pete Christie. Inside the Red Raiders publisher, Jarrett Johnson. The Beard Sports Director, Sean Dillon. And host of the Rockin' Pre-Game, Jeff Scott. All right, welcome to the Rocket pregame. Yes, it is uh, Friday edition. It's a bye week, so no game tomorrow. So uh, since it's a bye week, I know uh, you guys had a lot of things planned for the weekend and everything. So we thought, well, let's just do a Friday show because it wasn't like there's not about a thousand things to talk about <laughs> when it comes to Texas Tech right no now. No bye week for us, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but I know, man, you're getting to do something fun this weekend, though. Yeah. I mean, for football season, for you to have a weekend where you can uh, get away is always Been probably... Been playing this for a long time. I'm really excited. Uh, you know, for the bye week, taking my boy to his first Cowboys game. All right. Uh, nice. And I sprung for good tickets. It's for his birthday, which was a couple weeks ago. That was his big gift. And, uh, man, we're he's just excited. He loves all my family's back uh, in the Metroplex there in Grand Prairie mm-hmm. in Arlington. And so... Uh, we're going to go see them. He's going to have another birthday celebration, and then we're going to go to the Cowboys game. And I, oh, yeah. Y'all know, wound to the tomb Cowboys fan. That's right. How excited are you all these I, wins in a row? Man, I don't want to jinx it. I've been a Cowboys fan for a long time, you know. <laughs> I tell you what, though, when you win a game the way you they did uh, last week. Cooper Rush. To, yeah, yeah, when they rally around and just how unselfish this team is for the Cowboys. I know some of these people out there listening hate the Cowboys. I understand that's the way it is. But, uh no, I mean, the unselfish things that I hear about, like the receivers, like the most points when they com- uh, compete against each other is for when they make good blocks on screens or in the running game. When I hear that kind of thing, that's when you start to go, okay, they, they might have something special. It might not just be the talent and glitz and glamour of the Cowboys. There might be some real substance to mm-hmm. what's going on there uh, with the Cowboys. So am I excited about it? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> So oh, you're man. getting out of town as soon as the show's over, I guess, right? Pretty much. Well, i got to go get my stuff together. And okay. uh, that's what I've been trying to. You know what? I know this. You know, normally we have like a, a button for it or whatever for a rock and reality check. But I'm going to go ahead and jump in there and just tell you. I'm a little fired up today. I, y'all be fore, forewarned. I'm, Uh-oh. Uh, I'm a little honoring today because, man, my, my main competition is time. And I could not get it together and finish my workout. I only got three-fourths of my lift in today. Didn't even get on the treadmill. Forget the treadmill. <laughs> I'd already given up the treadmill. But I didn't get my stuff together to get all my work done and get and get uh, my workout in, and that's you know that's what I filled my tank with now. You know, yeah. trying to take care of myself. That's where I get all my energy from. And I, the way I like to say, and this is a new term for me, is I didn't get to top off the gas hole. And I said it with a G for you, Jeff. I know you're looking. Oh at yeah, thank you. Yeah, so you say the that. gas hole. It's a new term for me, and I love it. I'm using it. I'm trying to figure out new ways to use that term because people's expressions. But no, I, you know, uh, I'm honoring today. I'm, I'm fired up for this because I didn't get my dang uh, workout in. He keeps the hitting the table and his water bottle. <laughs> should, should should we get up and do some calisthenics? Yes, or something? let's or, do I mean, it. Let's, you know. in, during the break, I'm going to do the push, some push-ups and stuff. I mean, I love working out, man. I could I could watch people do it for hours. I mean, you know, it's. I prefer to do it rather than walk. Yeah, but yeah. I guess it depends on who you're watching, though, too. That's true, yeah. You remember back in the day, uh, I think you you probably wouldn't remember this, Jared. Uh oh. Because, yeah, you're. Pete, Pete not as old as y'all. Right, yeah, I know. I I was trying not to say it exactly in that way, but yeah. But no, I remember back when, when, probably when I was a kid. I think it was HBO used to show some kind of an aerobics workout show. ESPN had that, too. Remember that? Well, this one was a little. This was a little more. I don't know. It was it was less Exotic? working out and more <laughs> scantily clad women exercising to music, but it wasn't on Skinamax. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> but there was there was no there was no you know it wasn't like or I mean it wasn't that it wasn't okay. you know it wasn't to that level. It was just 
uh, you know, a couple of sexy uh, women doing some exercising. And I just remember oh. was, when I was like, you know, 14 or something, you know, you wake up <laughs> and go, well, exercising is actually... much when you're 14, right? <laughs> yeah, exercising is yeah. pretty good. I like aerobics, man. That, that's really awesome. And uh, so, anyway, that just just a little trip down memory lane there. Hey, um, speaking of HBO, you see Hard Knocks is back. They're doing an in-season starting whoa. in two weeks. Indianapolis Colts. Wow. I tell you what, First man, time ever. I thought that was hot. I, I don't know about that's. First off, their access is just ridiculous. I mean, it's as good as it gets on Hard Knocks. You that know? drone I mean, shot this year on the Cowboys. Oh, how cool was that? I mean, four minutes of glory. It really was. Unbelievable. I heard it was 30, I think it was 35 or 15 takes. They got it on the last one. Well, it was unbelievable. And, well, you know, I, I thought, I, I kind of, when I heard the Cowboys were doing it, I was like, oh, no. You know? Because <laughs> I think that was like the third time they'd done the Cowboys. Yeah. And there was one where it was like, they had some uh, undrafted free agent singing and playing his guitar. Some flowers, I think. See, so I remember terrible. that, dude. I was like, you're He's embarrassing all Every rose has a thorn. I remember that. Oh, because it was so. Well, I missed that one, yeah. But this one, I mean, with Zeke and Dak and all of them, there was they didn't have to create drama because there was enough coming back from last year and yeah. everything. And it was I thought it was really well done, the editing and all that, and got me all fired up. And it was a window into what I was talking about. There's some substance with what the team's doing. It's not just the glitz and glamour. All so right. it'll be interesting to see what's up with the Colts because they have you know every team has drama. In, in yeah, season. you're right. All right, well, um, today we're there's uh, the the things that since there's no game and usually we're talking specifically about a game, but uh, all the stuff that's going on with the coaching search, the uh, Texas Tech basketball getting ready to kick off a brand new season, so there's excitement there. Um, you've got uh, you know the recruiting stuff that's always going. There was a, a decommit that we'll uh, get to in basketball coming up here if you haven't heard. Um, but uh, just as far as you know, rock and reality check though starting today. That's where we always kind of take the temperature of things. It's always does, does it seem? Am I the only one that feels like? It, I, I just feel like football season is over yeah. now, and no, and, no. and and there's still a chance of winning their game, get bowl eligible, all that. But once they fired Wells, and now we get a coach search, you're looking to the future. It's almost like you forget that. Oh yeah, okay. Well, football's still going. I mean, it's just it's it's weird. I just find myself having to re- remember that. Oh yeah, there's still more games coming. I'm know? in the same boat. Yeah, it's strange. Like nobody wants to hear about. Iowa State in a couple weeks. No. All they want to hear about is what's going on but with the Cougars. But you know, the, right, yeah. the three losses they had, if they weren't blown out by Texas and TCU, and those losses were like double losses because they right. hurt so bad, and then, you know, you don't get the safety you would have won. I mean, five and three, who's to say they couldn't have won the last four uh, and gone nine and three, but they pulled the, the trigger on Wells just because of the whole body of work and Probably the apathy. I mean, P- football is just ugh here. It was that, and I'm telling you, that coaches show thing was like, all right. You know, where he couldn't come up with a – Yeah, that's been played like, bad, I, I, man. I, yeah. I don't know bad. about you, but I'm doing all these podcasts. Everybody wants to hear about tech right now. Yeah. You know, and that's great. I, I love to pay it for We have people on our show, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm doing podcasts and serious radio. Uh, you know, I'm forgetting about the stuff I have. You know, and they call me, oh, oh yeah, I can talk. Uh, and everybody brings that up. Everybody has that sound bite ready, and right. I don't blame them. Right? You know, I mean, because that was a layup. It was a layup, and he it was blew. so bad. He choked. You know, but then just then the the uh, I don't know if he was a grad assistant fighting with people oh, on Twitter. God. I mean, that just was the, such a the walls look. were were falling apart. They had mm-hmm. to do something, or else it was going to get worse. Yeah. No, I agree. I you know, if you just look at it from afar, which a lot of people were doing and commenting, like right. Joel Klatt. Yeah. Uh, obviously, has no idea what he's talking about with Texas Tech. Um, then I could see that. But if you're here, you understand the context, context matters, then it was time for him to go. Yeah. And I think Hoka said it best. 
it was inevitable. Yeah. It got to the point where we all knew this was inevitable, except right. for Coach Wells, which I understand. Right, you know? right. Yeah, that's um, – it, it did. It just felt like – you know, and, and for me, I, I've been looking back on this and just the whole two and a half years of Matt Wells. It was just – it never felt to me – and I've heard other people I've talked to say this, but I didn't feel from, from the introductory press conference that moment – I just remember thinking, I, I don't know, man. I, it just yeah. doesn't feel right. It just of, didn't yeah. feel right. Don't you think a lot of people never really gave him a chance? Right. And I don't. That, that's I'm not. That's not a condemnation. Like I, right. that's fine. That's your choice. Yeah. Your, that's your fandom. But there is a large section of tech fans who are like, nope. So like, well, who is this guy? Who are you forcing down my throat? You know, right. like that's what Texas Utah don't like State? that. I mean, yeah, exactly. People are like, who is hey, this man, guy? I'm not gonna lie, I had never heard of him before. Yeah. No, I hadn't either. Research. I agree. I, mean, I, just, and, I hadn't. And when people that talk this do this every week and every day, in you guys' case, have never heard of a guy, that, that's a that's a weird signal. And I think it it was it was made worse by the fact that Hoka had to go out there and talk about this elite stuff. And when you had yeah. people at the time going, man, I, I think they're talking to Bob Stoops. I mean, yeah, you know, there was right. all kinds of crazy yeah. rumors. And, and, and it was set up that, okay, we're getting serious now. We're bringing in somebody that's going to be, you know, a winner. Or the, you know, and then they announced Wells, and, and it was just like, well, okay, uh, man, I, that, that look, was a long way to go. Record there, I mean, what is he, 70 and 15, like North Dakota State? And he was forty-four and thirty-four. Oh, I know. What you're and I'm yeah, like, yeah. what? How, he wasn't elite there. How? What? What are we doing? I mean, so they kind of set him up. Where? I mean, they, if he didn't throw out elite, right. but you're right, man. You're thinking a big name, and then oh, this guy must be getting it done. And then four wins, four wins, and I would tell you one thing: Matt Wells did, and and well, two things. That's that's legit. Yeah. He changed the culture from where it was soft, man. It was really soft around mm-hmm. here. I mean, like, I remember T.J. Vasher being asked in the national uh, interview, like, how would you describe, in a word, uh, Cliff Kingsbury? And he said, understanding. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not good. Right, T.J. Yeah. needed a little more than just understanding. He needed a, right. boot, a couple of boots in his patoot, obviously. Right, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't get it. So, uh, they, he has changed that. I know it's cliche, but he's changed. the. You could see it, you know, when yeah. you're around there. I mean, yeah. he has changed things. And then also, just in terms of the roster, he has upgraded the depth. I mean, there were about ten to a dozen guys who were pretty good, like power five players. You know, we could rattle them off, but you know, y'all know who I'm yeah. talking about. If you're listening to the show, more yeah. likely, that's not enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got to have like forty, like yeah. legitimate, really good, at least, like at you know, at least, and then developing younger guys. Twelve isn't going to get it done, especially. Why did they lose in November? Well, attrition. You don't have the depth. So right. look at now. Look how many guys they have down the depth chart. We have your whole secondary out for a game and stuff like that. You know, he was able to at least uh, develop and bring in enough bodies to where you could still compete and win. And that's yeah. what it's all about. So the next, and honestly, and some of the guys I've talked with who are potential candidates and some of the people around some of the candidates, that's one of the things that is um, these candidates like, is that this team, like they're almost bowl eligible. This isn't a three or four win team. This is a team that should go to a bowl game. This is a roster that next year should go to a bowl game. And so if you can get that going and then start recruiting, there's a feeling that you can turn this around because of the shape the roster's in. All right. Well, with all that being said here, let's, uh, um, coming up next here, let's dive into this, the coach search thing a little bit because, I mean, that is the number one topic right now, but there's, uh, 
you know, there's been all kinds of uh, apparent interviews. There's lots of rumors flying around, money flying around, all kinds of stuff. It's been crazy. So uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about that coming up next. This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beer. Sponsored by Fortenberry Roofing, Wiley Implements, and Hub City Body Shop. All right. Uh, so it's uh, the, the big topic, obviously, for the uh, last couple of weeks around Lubbock is who is going to be the next Texas Tech head football coach. And uh, obviously, you know, everybody you talk to has has a list of the, you know, their their top three or something. And, and I'm always amazed at these times, too, how every single person that lives in Lubbock has yeah. a source. <laughs> yeah. Have you know everybody? Oh, we know yeah. very well. I'm sure how many you people, do. Hey, man. Yeah. yeah, this is just between us, but I'm like, yeah, but but it's uh, crazy. It's like everybody has a source, but that's the side. You know, when you live in a, a town this size, I mean, everybody knows somebody who worked. But you see, hear it all the time. It's like, listen, man, I was talking to a guy, a friend of mine. His his mom works over at the yes. over at Tech, and exactly she she knows a guy that uh, does he mows the yard over there. I mean, you know, just well, there's always yeah. some kind of thing, you know, it's a source. But getting down to it, wait, though, wait, I, I really want to comment on that. Okay, I, right. I think that's interesting in what we do, especially what I do. You know, like. So when I first got here, it annoyed the heck out of me. Like, hey man, I'm gonna tell you this thing. I'm okay, okay, guy. You know, like it did. Like every lunch I went to, somebody wanted to give me this. But then I thought, I just had an epiphany. Like, why are you fighting this? Right. It may not be accurate, but at least people are giving you free leads. Yeah, right. Ride that, dude. Take that. Right. That's, yeah. This is a gift. This One out of ten that are right that, is pretty that good. That is exactly what I do. And you, you know, it's funny. I mean, Wells got fired like at ten thirty. I got to call it 1035. Yeah, hey, my brother works at Tech. <laughs> I blew it off, and it was he was legit. Yeah. And you, you, sometimes you can't tell which well, ones are real. With yeah. that, that whole thing was one of the crazy. I know we want to get to the coaches, yeah, we so we're going to talk about it a, a lot, and I'm excited to. But that still was when I'm, I'm talked with about this with a couple of people, you know, around the program is like how uncomfortable that was. That we were hearing. I know you were too. Like right after the Kansas State game, it's, it's he's done. It's yeah. over. It's yeah. going to happen very soon. Be ready. And I was like, what? And I actually was fighting that. Like, it's like I don't know if these people can really say that. And people were like, yeah, they can. And he, yeah, it's done. You know. And then, I, like I said, I talked to Wells, and he was unaware. And then he did the Zoom because other people were unaware. But it was already like happening. You right. know. And that was a really strange. So I like finally on Sunday, and I don't work on Sundays t- during this fall to be with my boy. You know, uh, yada yada. Yeah. But how do you not post something? Right. So I had to say, like, I feel like I'd be let, doing y'all a disservice if I didn't post. Like, I'm hearing that this is imminent and it's going to happen. Yeah. But then I talked to Wells, and then he did a Zoom, and people were like, what's going on, Jerry? I'm like, hey, man, I'm not reporting this as fact. I'm just, there's so many people telling me that this is going down. And then, of course, Monday, bam, you know? Yeah. So we were ready for it, but it was just not, every situation is different. Everybody wants to black and white, like, oh, this is, how does it happen when someone gets fired? Well, it depends on the situation. You know, this right. was very different than how it happened with Kingsbury. And what's funny about it all, too, though, it's like you're talking about everybody's got a source. But what's interesting is that it's when, like, you know, if we're all talking, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you start putting together all all these sources. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. And then really you is. start hearing the same thing from several people. And then you start, you know, that's when you kind of start going, well, that's interesting. You know, it's like when you're hearing a hundred yeah. different things, it's like, yeah, yeah, okay. But you, you hear from a hundred people and all of a sudden... 70 of them are saying the same thing. You start going, gosh, I think there really is something yeah. here. Because I, I was even here like early Monday morning. It was like something's happening. Yeah. Get ready. Or, you know, and you're like, oh, wow. The, who the source is is the most important thing to me. And during yeah. a coaching change uh, or coaching search, 
this is like normally if somebody I trust tells me something like, all right, if I corroborate that with one more person and I go check with some go-tos, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this is a thing. You know, it might change because it's right. news and y'all can roast me, but this is a thing that was at least in motion. With a coaching change, if I receive uh, 10 words or 10 things from people I trust, right. I likely believe one of them. Wow. That's wow. how crazy it is because yeah. things change so fast. People are hearing so many things, and it's like telephone. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, for example, with Joey McGuire, I heard he was interviewing like 10 different times this week. And people were like, when do you think, when was, when's the interview? I'm like, Ugh, this week. <laughs> That's not what people want to hear. They want to know, like, yeah. is it 2 o'clock on Thursday? You know, are they going to brunch or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, people want the deets, and, I, you know, they change. Well, I had, I had two people call me the other day and say, hey, have you heard anything? I heard leeches in town. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, and, and I got just, a call, too, and I'm like, well, gosh, Mississippi State's got to, I mean, what, is he just going to yeah. leave his team? That, well, Leach would. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, that's the thing about Leach. But Browse, you know, like, I, you hear, oh, Browse came in over the weekend. Like, I, I don't know how many. I heard that, yep, too. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm like, okay, show me the picture. Let me see him over right. at Spanky's, where, I mean, where, wherever he's at. I mean, I want to see. Well, see, and I'd like to. I was. I would like to think that if if those things really have, you know, they they'd be a little more discreet about things than just you know them coming into town. And yeah, like me at the Plainview McDonald's. Right. Well, I, yeah. Oh, well, even that though. Discreet. But see, that was pretty crazy though. It's yeah. something like that happened. But that just shows you. you always think. It, I guess it's going to be all covert and everything. Then something like that happens, and you go, well, God, maybe, maybe they are stupid. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just, but you just wonder why would they do something like that? You know, but. But as it stands right now, yeah. today, I know it's obviously ever changing. There's a million things yes. going on. But uh, just just start from the top. Who who do you, as of right now, who I'll, do you think the the leading candidate would go? be based on just the information? Well, you know? I just want to say from last week, you know, we had we talked about it could be Jeff Trailer. Well, He's and and you know, obviously he signs a big twenty eight million dollar extension with a seven point five million dollar buyout. But he's not off the table. Well, there you go. See, I, I, that's he's not. Off, I'm just going to say that right now. I'm not. That's it. I, that's all I can say. Okay. Is that he's not off the table. I, if you look at my coaching board, he's down the list because obviously 7.5 million dollars is 7.5 million dollars. You know. Right. But I'm just going to say that um, he's he's not off the he's not off the table. That's no. it. That's the only thing I can say. Okay. Without so, my training. And right. and you got another person at the dance now, TCU, yes. and that yes. that changes things because in the end. Somehow, Tech's got to get the guy they want and not let TCU get him. And then, you know, you you, you want to have the guy that might help you beat TCU. I mean, you know, th- this is a, a big job interview now among coaches, and you know, TCU or Tech. It's going to be Sonny Dykes, right? I mean, I think things are pointing to Sonny Dykes. Or TCU. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Because I don't, Sonny Dykes, I don't think he's coming out here. So, but yeah. how crazy would it be to go head-to-head with the in-state rival with, with the Dykes? You right, know, yeah, I'm a of that family. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one thing for it to be SMU and you play them every, I don't know, right. seven years in non-conference right. or whatever, you know. But to be like head-to-head, battling for recruits, all that stuff, I mean, that's almost like fighting your brother, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's crazy. Yeah, right. that's... He, you can't beat him, join him. I mean, he's beat TCU two years in a row. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so, uh, and then the... the talk you hear the most in recent days certainly is joey mcguire yeah and uh in highly regarded uh in texas high school football oh, and yeah. which you know that would seem to be that's a thing that you know hoke had mentioned specifically is mm-hmm. you know wanting uh somebody that was very connected and uh and you know I've, the more i really delve into his his history and who he is you watch videos when he's mic'd up and things i mean you know there, there's a lot of uh, really cool things about him and the possibility of him being the head coach i mean is that uh 
how, how do you guys feel about uh, that possibility? I'm a huge fan of Joey McGuire. I uh, he was at Cedar Hill. I was at the Four Star Telegram, and I was blessed. To, uh, you know, worked up to it to where I could choose whatever game I wanted to cover in the Metroplex. And oftentimes, Cedar Hill was involved because they were a monster. Yeah. You know, before he got there, they weren't. But he won three state titles and won the hot one of the highest classifications uh, available. And look, some of these guys, not all these guys are good people. People you like to work with. You know what I mean? But he and his crew, there's some certain guys that were like the who's who in Texas or DFW high school football, which to me is about as good as you're going to find anywhere. Right. Uh, they were buds. They were competitors, but they were buds, and they all were a big part of the Texas High School uh, Coaches Association, which is that is the lifeblood of the sport. I mean, Pete, you know, you know. I mean, the, the connection. I mean, yep. think of like LinkedIn, but like specifically <laughs> just for your. You know what I mean? That's because what it is, and the conventions and all that. You know. Um, that's where they get hired. You know, it was a lot through their connection through that. And um, I, some information I got last night, I just want to say, one, McGuire's a dude. He's not a caveman football dude where you can't, like, I can't talk to this guy, you know. And he's also not some egomaniac, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, he's a guy. You know, he gets it. Genuine? Genuine dude. Okay. Absolutely genuine with his time uh, and uh, very good communicator. But also, with all that being said, he, I, what I learned last night is that he would bring a pretty exciting staff with him. And that was my main concern with him. I was like, what kind of staff would he have? Because he doesn't have the experience as a Division One college football head coach. Obviously, he's been a head coach before, very successful at the high school level. And he's been an assistant coach with Baylor. And he's associate head coach with Baylor. Uh, but it's, that's different. But the staff that he could amass basically would be everybody here worships Emmett Jones and his recruiting. Yeah. I'm a huge Emmett Jones fan. I mean, I just, I am. I mean, him and I are tight. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I really like him a lot. Uh, but imagine having four Emmett Jones on your staff, plus some experienced coordinators. Wow. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. I don't want to give names because they're tied into some other college programs and then some high school programs, but until it happens. And then it'll be on Inside the Road Raiders, but eventually here. Yeah. But uh, if he gets hired. Um, but I'm, I went from being. Uh, Pretty excited to like okay, just get it done now. Yeah. I, I really hope that he's the guy. All and, right. and you see a lot of people are, are high on him. You know, I got a a tweet uh, from a guy I hadn't talked to in a long time, uh, Pastor Byron Hanspar. Whoa, Mister Zero Point Zero Zero yeah. said this is the guy. Yeah, players, coach loves players. Uh, can really resonate with them. This is the guy we need to hire. But he's not understanding. Like you're oh, saying earlier, he's, yeah. he's a little more of a. Well, that's not going to be the thing you describe him as. It's right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's good night. Because yeah. um, a lot of times you hear he's popular with players, it's because he's he's cool to them. Right. You know, so he this guy seems to be like an a real hey, you know hard-nosed football for coach. So, yeah. in Arizona. So you know, but I haven't heard him call out Beyonce like he did when he was right. here. Come on, speaking man. of Hansford, you know, of course, uh, Joey McGuire recruited his son to base. Yes. A four-star yes. guy, which was a big loss for Tech. That yes. was, yeah, legacy yeah. player, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Byron speaks real highly of him. That's and that's huge. You know what? We're going to talk about Pop Isaacs, and we're going to talk about some other uh, recruits and everything. And one of the things I've I hear all the time is when these guys, well, not Pop, not him specifically, but just when guys decommit and go somewhere else. A lot of time they'll ask players who played at certain programs and their families, like, how was it? How was it really like yeah. that there? And so you'll see decommitments. Thank you. I've been banging the table. So I told you, watch out. I'm fired up today. Yeah. Uh, my water bottle almost fell off. This, and this is like a pretty sturdy pretty solid table. table yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, 
it matters. Word of mouth with families matters. So hearing Byron Hansford say that, who I mean, yeah. obviously we respect a lot, that's huge. Yeah. You know, that's another another notch in the positive ledger. All right, so more coaching search uh, stuff uh, talk coming up here because there's still there's still a, a ton of other stuff oh, yeah. here. So we're so uh, coming up here. We'll you know we've discussed uh, Jeff Trailer, uh, Joey McGuire, a little bit of Sonny Dykes, but there's other names Whoa, that are just that got are a definitely new one come across my phone Uh-oh. right now. Wow. Uh oh. Yeah, we'll talk about this when we come okay, back. Okay, all right, Man. some good stuff coming right. up here. This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beard. Sponsored by Mitch Hall Chevrolet, Chrome, and Hook and Reel. All right, so uh, if you're uh, just uh, catching the show today, uh, we've been talking about the uh, Texas Tech football coaching search, which is ongoing, and, uh, you know, lots of names have been floating around, and some front runners, and then some left field names, but uh, if you're just joining us, we've already discussed, uh, you know, Jeff Trailer had appeared to be, like, number one on the list, and then he signs that uh, extension with UTSA, but then Jerry, you you're, you still think that uh, that doesn't necessarily close the door completely on on Jeff Trailer? You mentioned so that was interesting. Yeah, so. it's more than just a. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't want to say too much. I won't betray anybody, but yeah, that's right. But it's, it's still it's it's, it's still still out there. Okay, um, and then uh, you know Sonny Dykes, of course. Uh, that's an, an obvious name that's going to come up with Texas Tech. Believe it or not, like I'm, I'm pretty much like okay. I don't think Sonny Dykes is going to happen. Like yeah, he's. Might as well be off my board. Which honest. is fine with me. Great guy, and uh, Spike was a, a great part of Texas Tech history. But for me, I was just like that. That was a completely non-exciting possibility for me. I, I just, I just don't. It just didn't do it for me. So I hope, uh, I hope TCU hires him. Um, and then uh, that's going to be the, interesting too. I'm, so, I'm sorry yeah. about you, but I, I still think that's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Well, just the thing between SMU and TCU, and then yeah. the, going across. To the, I mean, oh, that's a that's and then with tech, bad blood, the yeah. Family with tech, the right. obvious, the obvious family ties yeah. with tech. I mean, it's just going to be. I don't know. I, it's it writes itself, right, Pete? It does. That's yeah. just another angle to yep, for that rivalry. And then uh, in the last several days, you know, Joey McGuire has uh, certainly come to the forefront as you know, and I think more and more people are kind of. Uh, you know, exploring the possibilities of what he would bring to the table. And it is pretty, uh, it, there's a lot of intriguing aspects. Uh, he hasn't been a head coach at yeah. the college level, but successful in high school in Texas, the highest levels, you know. And, yeah. and so, you know, he's got a lot. To, if they were, if they're going to hire a guy that doesn't have head coaching experience at the college level, that, that would be the guy that I think most people would go, yeah, I think so. A I couple of things about that. him. Absolutely, Jeff. And, I expected him to already to have ascended someplace, but he was look, he's looking for the right in-state opportunity, which is why he's been patient and preparing. And another thing is, is he really wants this job. Okay. All right. And his yeah. daughter went to school at his Tech, daughter, right? So he right. kind of knows so the situation he knows here. It. I mean, he's come out. He comes out and, and visits, you know, friendship and sees all, and Coronado sees all the schools. I mean, that's part of his recruiting deal too for for Baylor. I'm telling you, he gets it. Which is not everybody does. You right. know? Yeah. That's it's a important. big deal for it tech, is. man. You gotta have somebody that gets it. You don't have to have like all these big you have to be on the on the tree, but you have to get it. You know right. what I mean? All these guys, these these legends, Zach Thomas, you know, Mark Swashton, go down the list. When I asked them about the recruitment, why they chose tech, what do they say? They came out here, the people, the yeah. vibe, they got it. And yeah. that's what it's about, man. Either you get it or you don't. Right. Well, uh, so those are the first, uh, you know, the, the candidates you've heard the most about here uh, in the, the first first several days of, of this search. But there's a ton of names. Yes. They really are. This committee, at least this time, it does appear that 
they there was one of two things that I thought about this. Either they are really doing their due diligence and really, really going over a long list of candidates, talking to a lot of people, or they keep getting turned down by the guy they want, <laughs> and it's and it's extending it. I mean, I think that's 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 the two possibilities. There's there. another possibility. Okay. They're just doing it for show. They really know who they want, and they you know the the rabble is you know got their their uh, torches and pitchforks, and they, they don't, don't want it to make it look like they made a hasty exactly, decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, I, I think they really are being thorough. Yeah. And then don't you think after what happened with UTSA, man, they're interested, and then hey, we got to lock them up. If if whoever they're looking at, if that school hears. They might try to relock them up and give them a, a raise. You know what I mean. So oh, yeah. some of this is done pretty quiet, so sure. it doesn't ruffle feathers. Have y'all heard any of this uh, this talk going around? Like this is what's so great about coaching searches. There's a million rumors and things, mm-hmm. but this idea that that maybe you know that Texas went in and somehow facilitated that extension. For uh, for trailer at UTSA Whoa, as a guy that they would want down the this no I've heard I've heard a lot of people I've heard several people talking about this stuff. it is I it mean, is I'm sorry I, but that's the kind of stuff that makes this fun I think is just all those kind of stories but you know because yeah that's because any, anywhere Texas is involved there's always the the conspiracy of their their power and behind the scenes and what they're doing I thought it was interesting that you know UTSA suddenly seems to have all this you know flush with all this money and the success they're moving up to the new conference but. I heard that. Thought, wow, that that is an interesting one. There, I didn't, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that. I would be very surprised if there's yeah. any, uh, you know, yeah. anything to that. To be honest, yeah. I get it, and it's part of the fun. No, well, I've had I've had multiple people though come to me with that, and I'm going, huh, that's interesting. What I've seen Texas people tweeting is, wow, you Texas Tech couldn't even land a UTSA coach. Hey, you know, and and you know that that's I mean, there's a ring of truth. And that's to that, not a good it, look. But if and that, that, if, that's yeah. what I don't like because that's a bad look. Yeah. All right, well, Texas has a lot of room to talk because in their coaching searches, they've—I mean—and they got all the money and all you know—and they've had they've had to go down to like their fifth, sixth guy before. You remember Nick Satan was like destined to be right. there and all that. Like, and they're four, why are they four and four now? Yeah, come on, come UT, on, UT can't be. They shouldn't be talking smack. They're not back. Come right. On. Yeah. All right. So, um, other guys next on the list, and there's a lot of them. So yeah, who else? We yeah. Got? Uh, well, here's some names that I've heard. That they're looking at, all right. And I feel pretty. I've reported on inside the Red Raiders, and I feel good in, in saying it. And I, some of them are like, oh, "Really?" Uh, Brent Venables. I was like, "He's not going to take this job." He doesn't seem like he wants to be a head coach no, at this point. You and know, certainly not. I mean, go from Clemson to Texas Tech, to be honest. Right. Right. But I mean, he's vying for national titles every year as a defensive coordinator, getting paid very well. Head coaching I, money. <laughs> yeah, for real. And or to come out here and try and resuscitate this defense. I mean. The only thing for me that would be, if I was a defensive coordinator, um, that, that would excite me and my personality is, like, if you do turn this around, I mean, you write your ticket, you get any job you want, maybe even NFL gig. You yeah, know? that'd be one I of mean, the greatest uh, jobs ever. To I mean, everybody looks at like, man, you, he went into tech and turned that defense around. I mean, come on, you know. I mean, yeah. so, and then now the whole program as a head coach. So that would be appealing just to my personality. But I don't, I don't know about Brent Venables and how he thinks about it. Of course, him and... Kirby Hoke are very good friends. They're, they're roommates in college. They we know swung that. at him the last time, right? And yeah. I, yeah. So, I, but I was just surprised. They, you know, it was one of those. And there's a couple of guys on this list like that where Tech is like, we're going to make him tell us no. So I, I assume if they've talked, I don't know that they have. Then he told them no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeff Levy, you know, that's kind of meh to me. Uh, you know, I just <laughs> now is that the is that that's Bryle's son-in-law? Is that yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know, of all of all the, those those Baylor connected people, I mean, that he's the least exciting one to me. I'd 
Kendall Bryles and his well, guys Kendall thought Bryles it would be more exciting than Jeff Levy. To Here's me, the but. thing I will say. I love Baylor's offense. For all the talk, and rightfully so, about the drama, the X's and O's of the power run game and then very like very simple system in terms of taking big shots for the for, as a quarterback where you just have one or two reads, it is it's optimal. It was it was tough to stop it's, at the oh, height yeah, of their success. Right. When you I mean, have was, a big physical offensive line, three like a stable of big old really good running backs, and then you, you could just have it was like tech with Leach. You could just have a guy at quarterback. You know, simple system, and then mm-hmm. some beast, who, some deer who could run outside. I mean, it's really tough to stop. I and mean, they were number one in the country yeah. in offense when at the height of what Baylor did. So that was like beyond all the cheating. Like, well, they're pretty good at X's and O's. That system right. is really good. So that's where a Levy and Browse or Kendall Browse are. I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, right. they would put up a lot of points like Tech fans want, but still, I'm kind of meh. And this one's been the most surprising name I've heard. Uh, Gus Malzahn. You know, and and I, I I heard that, and I was like, is that is that real, or just people looking around at a guy I'll who? I'll tell you, I'll is, tell you, my source is very good. Okay. So the, the one in ten I was telling you about that I trust, I trust this. Okay. All right. Gus Malzahn. But I also trust that he's going. If he hadn't already, he's going to say no. Yeah. You know, it was the same old thing. We're going to make him tell us uh, no. So I was just kind. What what are they doing there? Billy Napier, same thing. I, he's not he's not coming to Tech. See, I think he would. That's a guy that I think could very easily get a way better, like LSU. Yes, I mean I think that's obviously uh, yeah. what he's what he wants, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't see that happening. I like him. Yeah, he could be a home run. Oh but yeah. I, uh, no, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to happen. And then uh, Barry Odom, which I don't I don't think from Texan I don't see like maybe as defensive coordinator. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's as a head coach, though, that's he, a zero. Was he like 24-24 and 24 at Missouri or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he was you know? 500, yeah. Yeah, something like that. They kind of ran him out of town. He yeah, yeah. he's a Missouri dude. I mean, he was a star at Missouri, you know, so um, I don't, unless it's defensive coordinator, yeah. I, I don't like it. If it's head coach, no, nah, man. Yeah, right. Come on, that's, no not, that's not the guy, you know. Um, and then Anthony Lynn, which nobody seems to like. When you I know. bring his, like, I think they're interviewing him, too. Now, that's a good so. guy. <laughs> it, seriously, that's a great guy, but they, yeah, you know. But but yeah, he he you know he was not, coached the Chargers and didn't get anything done there. And but like I said, nice guy, tech guy. Yeah. But I, now he's with the Lions. You haven't won. I but, think they're still winning. Yeah, to me that's a, that's another just yeah. I, I don't, sure do nice guy. But that against no thanks, people man. though losing for Detroit. I mean, who wins in Detroit? Well, that's I mean and, you do. But have then who wins point. at Tech? Ooh, ouch, Mike Leach. No, but I'm saying in the last 10 years, I mean, you're talking about a guy, oh, yeah. I mean, again, you write your ticket if you can turn Detroit around. Well, that's, that's true. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I haven't seen anything. You can't even win a game there yet. No. So, um, all right, but I've, so heard, I've heard a lot of people throw out his name just wishing, but a lot of people are like, what? I mean, I want to splash, dude. But see, I people always throw out names that have a tech connection. It's just, I right. have so many, Jerry Fran Gray, Harrell. you know, because yeah. he's from Eric Morris. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, if you want to. You want to subscribe to a conspiracy theory that they're just trying they're going down a list of people that would make sense just so they can say hey we did a thorough search right right because right. I mean? they i mean i know for a fact they read all the message boards whether it be rivals or ours they have people like that's their job it's like hey they're saying this you know what i mean can you imagine right. if that was your job yeah. like I, I there's some people that pay to be on these message boards can you imagine if you were getting paid to do that i mean I don't, right not, not too bad anyways um a little look behind the veil there but uh, they look at that it matters um 
and so they're aware when, of the criticism, especially when you're losing. When you're winning, you're like, I don't get, you know, I don't care what they say. We're winning, you know. Right. But when you're losing, it's like, Ooh, okay, we need to keep yeah. these guys happy, you know, the fans yeah. happy. Um, and they're aware that, you know, like for with basketball with Mark Adams hire. I mean, I think universally everybody's cheered that. But if you step back and look, I mean, did they really do a big search, or did they just say, hey, here's our guy, here's a couple other guys, we have them, let's just. Because they didn't. They didn't do a big Because story. typically tech, it always seems like in times like this when things get really bad or somebody leaves, it's a, you know, a terrible situation where the automatic go-to is somebody comfortable that's a tech guy. Wants it wants to be, to be in Lubbock. Yes, I mean, exactly. that's always the go-to, you know, and it's like, God, just want somebody to be here or somebody who can win. I'd rather take you two or three years of some big-time exactly. winning and a guy leaves than exactly. to have year after year of a guy who wants to be here and sucks. That's the thing I hear from people. Oh, he'll just leave in three years. I was like, well, if he leaves because he's getting a, a, a like a, a what would be thought of as like a next tier job, right. then good. That means you won some big games, <laughs> right. you know. Right. And you go get another guy. You go find you you stack that success to take a turn right, for yeah. Wells. Uh, you go you go hire another guy who's a winner. I promise we're not going to fire you in the middle of the show. Yeah, please. So. please. I, I hope y'all don't know about it. People will know about it before I do. I'm no. fired. I've got so. Oh wow! I just got a text uh-huh. here. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Jay, the boss said, "Hey, fire his butt. Get him out of here." He said, "Gas hole earlier." <laughs> what is a what is a gas hole? What's a, what's oh, the letters that start with G? Okay. I'm yeah. Make checking. sure we got the right one here. Uh, yeah. Are you, and you got a, new, a newer name too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you know, we were talking about the weather yeah. report. We hear a couple sunny. I feel pretty a, good about this in yeah. terms of saying that uh, this guy is being thought of. Are being considered, analyzed, and considered, and that's Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze, okay. Yes. You know, what do y'all think about that? Didn't he? He got run out of Miss out of out of Ole Miss because of uh, some a bunch of recruiting stuff, right? Yeah, and there was like I said, watch your emails. Is you he remember Liberty? That? Yeah, Where's, yeah, I think He's so. At Liberty, yeah, yeah. 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 And, Which if you can win at Liberty, and I mean, he has been. So. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you can win there, that wouldn't be bad, really. I mean, yeah, well, he could do worse. Yeah, certainly. And, and, and now it doesn't matter about recruiting violations, right? So. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they're, they're legal now, right? Pretty much. I mean, I guess Oklahoma State would beg to differ, but I mean, with basketball, but. Yeah, I think they got screwed, though. I don't want to get into that debate. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it just, you know, the, the NCAA has selective justice, oh, yeah. and it's oh, just it's yeah. just ridiculous, oh, yeah. you NCAA know? NCAA is like. NCAA needs to be, they just need to stop that whole thing. It's never more apparent of how terrible the NCAA is as an organization as to when, like, you go to the postseason, whether it be, like, I love the NCAA tournament, like basketball. I mean, I love it. It's one of my favorite things. But they make it difficult to cover. They do. Yeah. Like, they get in the way. They don't help yeah. you. Yeah. Like, especially coming from Texas Tech, which I'm not just saying this. I mean, they, they are awesome. They treat media right. So, like, when the Tech hosts a regional in baseball, you're used to a certain way, and then the NCAA comes in and they, you know, I just put forth all these just ridiculous regulations. It, it, it's almost like it's run by the government. Nothing. It, it is. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it reminds me of is freaking government coming yeah. in and making things not, certainly yeah, not better. Screwing yeah. things up. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure all right, they'll uh, check if you're vaccinated. Hey, well. I mean, they probably fine. will. To be honest, you're going to have to have your card, like, <laughs> imprinted on your chest or something, you know, like on your forehead. So yeah, you give me liberty or give me death, there man. Um, all right, so... Uh, We've got. Uh, do, is there any more? To this? I mean, there. I mean, you know, we could come back and do another segment. I mean, there's uh, so much. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that that's really the, that's the, the the biggest fun conversation today. Is that so? Uh, Texas Tech uh, <laughs> coaching search, which is uh, deep, ongoing, <laughs> but but uh, you know whether or not it's again, you know, you, you always wonder. It's like you know, typically they they have this thing wrapped up in about three to five days. You know, they announce the new guy and you're moving on. 
but there's been so much criticism of Hoka, you know, doing kind of the, as you said, the lone wolf McQuaid uh, yeah. deal with, with Wells, that this time, you know, he's under a lot more pressure now to make the, make sure this hire is right. Now they got the committee, and, and so either they already know who their guys are going to be, and they're giving the appearance that they're doing this <laughs> in-depth search, so fans will go, all right, they're doing a search, you know, or they... They really are doing that search, you know. But uh, I, I mean, I, I do feel like they're they, you know, they are talking to a lot of people and they are trying to do their due diligence. That's what I, I would like to believe in this situation. I believe that. But, I believe that uh, to yeah. be the case. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Well, good. Well, we talked to you know just about a bunch of the names that uh, have been uh, have been out there and uh, you know some people they've uh, talked to preliminary conversations, interviews. There's there's a lot. Um, one of the surprising names that, that has come up here in the last few days is Alex Grinch, the uh, defensive coordinator from OU. And I, at first I was thinking, I mean, you, know, you think, oh, as the head coach. But then there's even word that he b- would even interview for the defensive coordinator position at Tech, which I just, that, that surprised me. Yeah. What do you make of that? You know, I was surprised to hear him as a potential head coach candidate, and I'm then from from Texans, kind of like, well, is that really what you want to do? Like, is that yeah. what you're going to put your eggs in that basket? You know, like, I mean, because they got to, we all agree, everyone agrees, like, they got to, they got to get this right. Right, yeah. And nothing's a, a slam dunk, nothing is guaranteed, no matter, and even if you brought in, I, you know, Nick Satan, you can't say it's guaranteed <laughs> that he would win out here. I mean, right. you can't, you can't right. guarantee that. Um, so, when I heard that, I was like, mm, I hope that's just being thorough, you know? But yeah. then, you know, you start hearing we're talking to people. No, no, no. It's a defensive. It's the defensive coordinator. You know, but for yeah. who? Yeah, so who, yeah. For who's what the coach? Head coach? Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know. So, um, what I think is, they're interviewing some defensive coordinator candidates to complement more than likely with Sonny Cumbie as the offensive coordinator. Okay. For the head coach to bring in, so you have experienced Power Five coordinators to augment that you can pay. They've already said Don Williams with the Avalanche Journal has reported, you know, that they're 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 gonna break the bank, they're gonna or at least spend a lot more money on the, the assistant coach salary pool. So it's gonna be there. That money's gonna be there to hire some really quality uh, coordinators and you know keep coming and then bring in a you know uh, uh, high level defensive coordinator. Now is Grinch that I think he is. I know he's getting some flack for Oklahoma, but, but I, OU gives. I mean, Lincoln Riley's getting flack. Right, I right, mean, Spencer yeah. Rattler was getting right. flack as an undefeated well, I like that team. For Rattler. I'm not a but, big Rattler. No, man. I'm not. I'm not either, especially after watching QB one. But oh, but yeah, no. But cool. I'm just saying, you know, that's just the way of life up there at, at OU. Everybody gets sure. flack no matter what. If you're undefeated, they don't. They're you're getting flack because you haven't won the games big enough. Right. It's that kind of flack, and so. For Grinch to be getting getting flagged to the point where he would consider being a defensive coordinator here, that's interesting, and you know, because really he he's, make, he's done he it. Makes like one point five, one point eight million or yeah, something he's like good that. Money, yeah, but you know their defense hasn't been that bad this year. It's their offense that was really the the biggest concern, you know. But it's just the standards are so stupid yeah. and crazy up there. With you know, it's every game's got to be a shutout or the defense sucks. You know, I mean, so it's it's just weird how that is. But would he? Does he feel like he's in trouble up there? Right. You know, because or of that. Just angry about the way he's being treated. Right. Right. Plus, what I was saying, like, there is a personality type, and I certainly would fall under that, um, just hypothetically, in that thinking about the. I don't look at a situation like Texas Tech's defense as, oh no, you can't win there. You can't. No, I right. look at them. What an opportunity. Right. You're in Texas. You're in a, still a big conference. We're assuming it's still going to be a big conference. There is a history there where they've, like, the 
Tech fans will show up and really rally. I mean, as long as you don't lose terribly for two decades right. or whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm serious. Like yeah. I feel, I, I don't blame the fans. And if you can put that together, you really will build all your dreams could come true in terms of your career. You can yeah. write your own ticket in terms of where you want to be a head coach. I mean, if he turns this around as a defensive coordinator, he is going to get some big time head coaching opportunities. Right. Like he'll go like a David Randall. Like he won't go to North Texas. Right. He'll be considered for TCU or A and M or whatever. Right. Just say right. hypothetically, yeah. you know, right. like that kind of deal. Good first head coaching. Yes. Jobs. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very appealing to that type of personality. Type. Right. Yeah. Very competitive. You know, sports yes. competitive right. and want to excel. At, you yeah. see opportunity, not problems. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Of course, there's going to be problems. Th- you know, things in your way, but to me, that kind of personality sees a tremendous opportunity. So that's that. And then, okay, what's the compensation going to be? You're willing to pay up. Who am I going to be working with? Right. You know, all yeah. that, all that kind of stuff. What does the roster look like? Right. Which you just saw. Right. You know. So I mean, you put it's, it all of it together. Do I think he's really considerate? Maybe. Well, <laughs> Alex Grinch. I, mean, I don't know. Alex Grinch is a defensive coordinator. Right. Would uh, that would be exciting? Alex yeah. Grinch is a head coach in this situation. Yeah. I, I just don't think that uh, that 100%. that does not excite me uh, at all. But the idea of bringing in. You know, if his Joey McGuire ended up being the guy and he can come in and recruit the heck out of Texas and he has two solid coordinators and, and bring and, a I bunch mean, of like yeah, plugged I mean, in recruiters. Yeah. That now you're starting to mm-hmm. now you're starting to get to like, hey, okay, that's uh that's There's a plan. something I yeah, There's a actually plan. a plan. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> There's a plan. Yeah, what is this plan you speak of? Yeah. Um yeah, but uh, okay then. So there, that that one's kind of one of the newer developments, I guess, as far as the name you're hearing. But then the the obvious, you know, the two of the biggest names you hear anytime this uh, has happened in the last several years of a coach search is it's always Mike Leach and it's always Art Briles, you know, the ghost and, of Red Raider football pass. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it is. Curse. You know, the curse. We need the curse. Oh, we know what it. the curse is. Yeah, it is with Leach. That's for sure. Yeah. But it's just you know. It, the, though you can't get away from it as much as there's there's a group of people uh, for each of those guys. Yeah. That there's absolutely no way, no way. But they've got sizable amounts of, of tech fans on each each of their in their corners. And they're going, man, I really too. right that that really want them. You know, so you got to talk about it. And yeah. and people, you know, like the people that get tired of them hate it. You know, like, oh, yeah. hey, quit talking about that's the past. And this guy's a loser. <laughs> but you know, if if you but you know you look at Art Browse and. Without having to sit here again and talk about the obvious stuff at Baylor, but if you're right. evaluating from coaching standpoint and all, you know, here's a guy who has tech connections, West Texas guy, has won big, built a program, knows how to do that, yeah. and you know that's so you're He's so you're looking right, I mean, you're, you're looking for that, you need that, and so that's why I think a lot of people, you know, if you just you know you look at it just for that, compartmentalize I mean, he, he cert- it, yeah. right? He's certainly a guy. That you feel like could get the job done, and uh, and then and, and then Leach. I mean, you can't get a, you can't argue the fact that it was just one of the greatest feeling eras of Tech football, and you know, and the yep. people that didn't like him then don't like him now. But people remember how great it felt to win, you know, eight, nine, occasionally ten yeah. games or something. Go to bowl games every year and always feel like you were in the hunt. You were always you always had a chance every year. The- it's yeah. you know, and that the, felt good. Could you re, could you duplicate it again? I Who think knows? I think he could. The, yeah. the caution with Leach is, and you people that I'm just gonna be honest, people that I've talked with that have worked with him and that love him is like one year you'll get Leach and he's dialed in and you're like here we go, you know, giddy up. We're we're gonna we're gonna challenge everybody. We're gonna have a run, and then the next year, 
Who knows what he's thinking about? Pirates yeah. or candy bars? <laughs> and I know or, it's 12 years yeah. ago, but when you when you strip it all down, why was Leach fired? Egos? Well, yeah, because in the end, it wasn't about when, a, a player that was mis, oh, mistreated. I had to talk with somebody about that just yesterday, like... What is this actual shed he put him in? You know, and, and uh, it's it's not come on. Well, and man. you know what? Let me let me just say real quick that uh, back in two thousand eight, or yeah, was it eight? I can't Nine. even remember. Nine, whatever. I, I'm at I'm at the bowl game, and uh, they suspend him. And uh, my boss calls me. I just gotten a new phone, and I didn't even know how to new use phone, it. New phone? Who this? Basically, yeah, right? No, <laughs> but my boss? No, the boss. I couldn't even get it to work. So oh. the boss called the hotel. They call my room, and he's like, hey. Mike Leach is trying to reach you. So Whoa. I get Leach on the phone. I, get, I finally figure out how to use my phone. And Leach is like, look, man, they're saying I did all this stuff. I need to clear my name. And I said, look, dude, I'm in San Antonio. He goes, well, I am too. Meet me at the airport. We're going to fly back on a private plane. Whoa. So we get on the plane. And by then, I've talked to some people. And I said, Leach, man, they're going to fire you. And he's like, what? And so I'm on this plane with him. We land. We got, and it's snowing when we get back here in Lubbock, and, and he shows me the shed. He was in this shed, and then we walk in. He's like, look, there's an ice machine. He had ice. And then I hear him get on the phone. He's like, what? Oh, Pete, I'm sorry. It, it wasn't this shed. And that's when I realized he didn't know where they took him. No. So I knew the whole thing was ridiculous. It's a sham. Anybody would have a brain. Right. The whole thing right. So, right. And, and then... Uh, we, we they took it. We had we got, we drove back in a limo, and we we're on the on the visitor side down the the ramp to go down to the field, and it was snowing, so the car started to slip, and we couldn't we couldn't even back out of there. But I just remembered, in the end, it came down to him uh, using the F word yep. with Hans, and it's it's these proud peacocks who well. couldn't get it back together. Everybody, nobody wanted to back down or meet halfway. Uh, I mean, it could have been salvaged back then, but now it's been 12 years, yeah. and they're still they're talking still going about back between it, those two guys. Isn't it funny to when when you you look back now the lens of time here and you see all of the ridiculous stuff that is going on in the world mm. and what we've been living through these last several yeah. years and just the the insane nature of all of it. And then you go back to that moment they fired the most the winningest head coach ever because he hurt a kid's feelings by putting him in a in a, in a shed. That's his not daddy why they didn't. Fired him, well, no, but, but but I know. But I'm saying that's the the public right. thing. Yeah, we all know why yeah. he got fired. But I'm just saying it's just funny that the the fake outrage over that, and then you see all the ridiculous stuff that goes on every day now. If that happened today. I don't even think they can even sell that as a story of why right. they, they fired him, you know? I mean, I, I think people have seen so much now, they'd be like, what? That's I don't know. People deal. are easily offended. Man. You know, well, you look, we talked about the Cowboys at the top of the show. I mean, look at Jerry and Jimmy. You know, they they actually have reconciled, but yeah. I mean, come on, dude wins two Super Bowls and you right. fire him? I yeah. mean, come on. Now, egos egos are huge. It's just that the, the egos at Tech at the time did what uh, so far has been irreparable damage to the program. I mean, it, it is. It's the long-ranging effects. It's, it's, un, it's amazing how devastating it's been. And then, you know, well, and I don't have anything personally against Ken Hans. Actually, my parents put on a campaign fundraiser for him like, way back in the day, decades ago. So I, I, mean, I don't have anything against Ken Hans. Um, but I'm just saying he had a big hand in Kingsbury being hired. You yeah. know, and we know how that worked out. And I, yeah. I, I understand that. That was going to happen. Kingsbury was going to get hired here, but man, I, and he's a good guy, Pete. Yeah, but no, he is. I mean, he buried this program in terms of the roster. Yeah. I mean, I see it. I, I you know, I, I have, unfortunately, I've been forced to catalog it. Yeah. And he buried it. 
yeah. and buried this program, and they're just now trying to get out just from that, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing that, you know, probably Wells, when, uh, you know, these years go by, it's almost like, I mean, obviously didn't didn't get the winning done, yes. but I, I look back at, like, when Tech hired Tubby Smith for basketball. Yeah. He just was a guy who came in and sort of, he just kind of stabilized some things. Sure did. And, and made a difference and set the table for, you know, for Beard, really. Look at that and, one class. and Wells could, look at might that one be, class. yeah, and Wells might be looked back on. Yes. Maybe, we'll see. But it might be looked at, even those two and a half years, he, he kind of came in, he stabilized some things, got kind of changed the culture a little bit, some discipline. You know, brought in some some decent players, built up the depth a little bit, and so you know he might have a little more favorable look down the road here than he does at the time. The truth know? is, yeah. in a program like this, football or basketball, it's two hires. You're not going to do it all in one hire. Yes, you're yeah. not. You can't turn up. You have to. I'm not going to say stack it again, but you have to. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, seriously though. I mean, you really do. You have to uh, make not just one good hire, which they haven't done yet, to be honest, unless. Unless, you know, well served his purpose for the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting paid. Right, you know, right. For it. Oh, yeah. But the second guy, too. You know, it's yeah. got to be both of them to, yeah. in order to get over the top. They want to get over the hump. That's what they keep saying. Well, you got to nail this one, too. Right. Wells did do some good things. And, and Hoke had said that, and he was right. I, that was not lip service. That I agree with that. I see it. Like I said, I have to catalog it. He has upgraded the roster. How much? I don't know because – Schematically, like when you look at the TCU game, I was like, "Come on, man!" You know, I yeah. mean, you're not helping those guys out. You know, yeah. uh, so I want to see if they bring in a good coaching staff that will actually give you an edge. Imagine that, give yeah. you an edge on game day, right. you know, a little bit of an advantage. To so, like Leach did, for example, uh, you can beat UT when they come to the Jones. Fans do go to the Jones thinking, "Hey, man, there's with a the chance. way they play, yeah. we might see something really special tonight." You know, mm-hmm. like, and we feel like we're going to win. Because we're at home and we have that little advantage, we haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's and they what, had two chances this year: TCU yeah. and Kansas they State. They weren't they weren't close on the on the TCU game nah. or the Texas game. They couldn't get lined up. That's yeah. when I was like, mm. and then the TCU. Obviously, we've talked about that ad nauseum. But and then Kansas State to blow it like that. I mean, you're not giving your guys an advantage. Right. You're not. And now there were some plays that just should have been made that were called right. So it's it's, it's always more than just one thing, but. They need somebody who's going to give them some kind, whether it be he's a great motivator or it's X's and O's or all of the above. They need something different. Right. You know, yeah. than yeah. what we've seen. Right. Actually, yeah. you know? Okay, let's, so before we move on, because we want to talk about, you know, Texas Tech basketball getting ready to kick off the season here in a few days. Um, so before we move on from the coaching search for, for the time being, the, the chances that Tech hires Mike Leach or Art Bryles compared to the field. Oh, I'm taking the field. Like, I don't know what, I mean, overwhelming odds. Okay. Yeah, and I, I would say Bryles is out. out. Yeah, okay. he's out. Okay. Leach, possible, yeah. but improbable. When you talked about how Bryles can win, but, I mean, again, tainted love. I mean, you, you or the, <laughs> the fan base in soft sell. Uh, the fan base <laughs> is already divided. It get divided even further. Oh, some yeah. men, some women. Um, and the, the guy's got a job right now. He's going to Italy. Oh, is that right? Bryles. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. his next job because he can't get hired here. Right, yeah. You, you can't hire that guy. No offense. How would he recruit? And how much would he, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you going to, I just can't imagine that with his, his history going into and talking to moms. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. saying. I'm calling it like it is, right? Yeah. I know he's a good recruiter and good salesman and all that, but still, that's a big hump to overcome. All right, so uh, 
Um, all right, so you, the, the, you, we would all take the field probably in yes. this. Because I think the Leach talk is fun. I love Mike Leach, and I'd love it if he came back. But I, I can't There's see it so happening, many you know. To it. Yeah, yeah, there is. And th- real quick, uh, if they and say we're going to talk, I'm sure about the game coming up next week. But maybe they beat Iowa State since they they just lost, and they get bowl eligible. When do you think? I mean, are they going to announce this coach before the season ends, or you know, I, just I yeah. believe in what I've been told, they would like to announce it two days after the season. Yeah, but it, that's not going to keep them from coming to an agreement with somebody. Right, now, right. once you you can have an informal agreement, but then they like it's state law. I mean, I had just had this explained to me. I mean, Kirby Hogan himself has to make the suggestion that the committee has come up with to President Skuvenag, the powers that be, the board, all mm-hmm. that, you know. And then they, it's all very public at that point. You know what I mean? Like everyone will know. But even if they, if even if they were trying to keep it secret in they, the world we live in, there's no way you can well, even do it that's, anyway. That's probably, when, you know. <laughs> when it was Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. You know, he could keep it secret if it was just him and like maybe one other person who knows. But now there's, I mean, there's just more people involved. Right. It's that much difficult to keep it under wraps. Because one person says, "Hey, listen, man, yeah. you can't tell, can't anybody, tell anyone, not a but... soul." <laughs> but I'm hearing, "Oh, yeah, I won't tell anybody." <laughs> yeah, hey, man, exactly. Well, guess what? I just heard, dude. Don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, come back here. We'll talk uh, Texas Tech basketball. The Mark Adams era is getting ready to uh, start uh, coming up here on the ninth. This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beard. Sponsored by Cotton Court Hotel, B Equipment, and Weston Water Well Drilling and Pump Service. All right, so Texas Tech basketball getting ready to kick off uh, the season coming up here on the 9th, and it's uh, the beginning of the uh, the Mark Adams era. And, uh, you know, this is uh, going to be an exciting basketball season. Everybody looking forward to basketball now, and the arena hopefully be full again. And a lot of great storylines coming up in this season with, you know, that first home game against UT. That's one everybody's looking ahead to. But but overall, just, uh, you know, you just got a new situation now. Familiar faces, but new uh, you know, new new guy at the at the helm with with Mark Adams. Um, what what do you guys you know just you know getting ready to see the season? We've had a couple of secret, well, not so secret scrimmages, and uh, you know as you get ready to kick off a new season with uh, with Mark Adams and what you've kind of seen from him so far and the team. What 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 are you? It's kind of like a rock and reality check, I guess, for for Tech basketball season. Well, the second scrimmage, you know, they played New Mexico State, and they lost 76-74. Kevin McCullough, 26 points, four assists, four steals. Man, I would love to see him score that much this season. Yeah, but he's playing point guard, so I want to see what his floor game looks like. Right. Some of those big 12 guards are going to get after him, man. You know? I mean, we, we know what it's like. So, but no Terrence Shannon. A lot of guys, you know, not playing. I mean, that's kind of not, you know, what you're going to get. In the, and we'll see. I mean, we got North Florida Tuesday, seven o'clock. Um, and you know, the big question is: well, all these new faces with some of these guys returning. How do these guys gel? How do they play together? We get our first look on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, we will get a look. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to <laughs> belittle anybody because you know, I, like Coach Adams said, you know, they can shoot threes, and if you shoot threes. Hey, you could do something, but uh, you know, I I feel like the questions about how good this team is going to be are going to be answered until for a while until they start playing some of the better nunk. I mean, obviously Gonzaga stuff like that. I mean, uh, Providence, Providence, yeah, no, that's that's true. Um, I'm worried about point guard. I'm worried about the team gelling. I'm worried about can the staff actually do it? Can they scout? Can they implement their you know 
systems, all that stuff. You know, that's that would be my concern. But the talent, the depth, the size, the skill, it's all there. It's all there. You know, yeah. they just need to put it together. So just man for man, you know, just on paper, man for man, the talent of the roster, how do you think compares to the last few years? Well, size, it's up there with the national, the team that went to the national championship. You know, I mean, you look at Bryson Williams, uh, Kevin O'Banner. I mean, that's – I can't – I mean, you tell me a better combination of big men that Tex had, you know, especially you throw in Marcus Sanchez Silva right, coming off yeah. the bench. I mean, that guy is basically – close to being a double-double guy, uh, experienced guy coming off the bench. And then you start going to Agbo, if you play him at four, and we know what he can do. Yeah. You know? And then we've heard a lot of stuff about Bacho, uh, the you know seven-foot Frenchman uh, that he's been coming on. I don't know if he's really going to figure in this year, but I'm just saying you have like better bigs than I can remember. I mean, uh, Norris was more of a you know leader, mm-hmm. but, I mean, then again, he was a presence in terms of on the boards and all that, but he really didn't play a whole lot, you know. But you matched him uh, with Tariq, and Tariq was special, you know. And I, that's the best combination of big men I can remember. And I think it's no uh, coincidence that that was one of the best seasons you ever had, you know. So do you? Uh, who do you think uh, comes out the starting five on uh, Tuesday? Those two guys, Williams and O'Banner. Okay. Um, Davion Warren, McCuller, and Shannon. Right. And McCuller, so far, I guess in the uh, secret scrimmage against New Mexico State, he didn't he, he like 26 yeah, in that right. game, right? Yeah. So, you know, his role this year, because he's kind of going to be kind of the point, right? And Which not I'm, maybe not his natural position, you know, what do you... He's, like, I actually asked him about that uh, after practice earlier this week. And, you know, of course, through the recruiting process, I talked to, I talked to Kevin a lot. And uh, he wanted to play point guard. He played point guard as a kid, and then he had a growth spurt. And all of a sudden, he was bigger than everybody. So, And then, as he just said here a couple of days ago, to fill a role, to help the team, he's been playing wing and guarding some of the bigger guys and everything. But this is what he's always believed he is. This is what he's always wanted to do. And they're giving him an opportunity. I don't know. I go back and forth. Yeah. Because I'm still a believer in like the six foot one, six foot two shifty change of pace guy that might put up 20 points one night or might dish out 10 the, the next night. You know, that kind of You're guy. Right. And that's just not what McCuller is. You know, he's a bigger guard. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see how much he can be, how much of a facilitator he can be. He believes he can. Coach Adams believes he can. I mean, they know a lot more about basketball than I do. So we'll, we'll see, you know. Yeah. But I'm that's a concern of mine. All right. So, um, so that first game coming up on Tuesday night, one uh, basketball Recruiting note that was a uh, pretty pretty big uh, news uh, yeah, earlier was because I know you've been really high on this Pop Isaacs yeah. guy. So what? What he decommitted? What's what's the story there? Um. Well, I, what I've heard is there's some nil uh, things that, that that have been in play. Yeah. So I, I can't confirm that. Yeah. Uh, I hesitate to say it to be honest, but. Uh, um, I just know that he did tell Coach Adams that uh, you know he was decommitting, um, that he had a change of heart, and uh, that's a big blow to the class for sure. But see, this is the kind of thing you know you hear that you hate you hate hearing it, but it's the reality now that we live in, yeah. and I think you're just going to see that kind of stuff happen more and, and more. Where where these guys are going to you know they'll commit, and then a better offer comes up, and it's just so easy you know. And I feel I mean I that was happening it. before, just yeah, not yeah. But I'm just saying now it's legally yeah. though, yeah. Now now so, they can just do it, you know. And, um, and I feel weird because if it's like the pros, and you're going to talk about their contracts, I have no problem talking about, or even right. the head coaches where it's like public knowledge, this is their contracts. But with this, there's so much that like, I don't know for sure. 
Yeah. I can't say like, oh, this is what this guy offered. This is what I don't have yeah. those. I don't have that stuff. It's not public info. Right. And right. They're not providing it to me. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's just that's the story that yeah. I believe. And that's the yeah. story I've been told. I'm not stating as a fact. It as fact. Um, Pop Isaacs though. A lot of people wanted Pop Isaacs right. to join their program, um, and I think it's a big blow because I he I mean he would challenge to start this year. To yeah, he he would be the, the guy you're talking about a point, point guard. guard. He's the true what you yeah. need. Yeah. yeah. So. Man, that's just disappointing, you know. That's and that's the thing about recruiting that you just oh, you know yeah. you get all excited about these guys, and then that can happen, and you're just like, oh man, really? You know, dang. I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I wouldn't follow recruiting until like right before signing day. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> that's, it's your business. <laughs> I, I Thankfully, people aren't going to listen to me out there, but I'd be like, whatever. Like what I used to do actually was, was like right like the week of signing day. Like, all right, what defensive lineman are they signing? That's all I want to know. Right? You know? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. So, but everybody's different, you know. And it's a soap opera. Some people really lo- love to get into that, and yeah. thank God. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's, yeah, that's part of what I do. Yeah. Well, you know, Pop Isaac's uh, good for you know. Uh, good luck to him. You know, everybody makes a decision. If it's business decisions, you know, and uh, that's kind of what it is now. It's business, and uh, wish him, you know, wish him the best. Speaking know, of so. signing day, I mean that's coming up. Uh, Pretty soon, actually. Uh, dang, I forgot the, the exact date, but I mean it's coming up. It's like in December, right? Or no, is it? It's December's, in November. Okay. Basketball's November. Football's December. Okay. All right. So they, basketball's had an early signing period for I don't know, as long as I can. That's remember. that's why you're you know recruiting. This Wednesday, back. I got a bunch of signings coming up. Well, that's probably it. Maybe, yeah. This Wednesday? Yeah, this Wednesday. Okay. I got four or five signings. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. you don't mean autograph signings where you're signing no, glossy I mean, like eight by ten. Fields okay. out of Brownfield. It's, it's got to be the same thing. You know, Maybe. I mean, I, I'm. Uh, I'm week to week, man. That's yeah. why I don't oh, know I'm the exact you. date. I'm with you. Pete, I was actually uh, excited. I thought you were going to be signing some glossy 8 by 10s I, I was going to oh, come out. Oh, no, man. Get... Nobody needs my autograph. So. <laughs> I have poor penmanship. So, All right. Hey, and real quick, I just want to mention the Lady Raiders get started next Thursday, taking on uh, southeastern Louisiana. They have their first four games at home. Uh, you know, they got some, some veteran players back and uh, seven, eight new faces. Uh, get out there and support them as well. All right. Are uh, they supposed to be good? Uh, they should no be better and be competitive. Uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they they got to start moving moving the needle forward. So we'll see what they can get done. pretty good with Krista Gerlich being at the helm. Yeah, though. absolutely. I, 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 I think there's still a lot of great optimism there. So she's well-liked she's and people are pulling for her. And hopefully, yeah. come in. All right. Well, let's uh, we'll talk some football when we come back here in a minute. It's uh, Texas Tech, of course, has a bye week. And uh, that's why we're doing a Friday show this week. But uh, they will be playing Iowa State at home next Saturday. And uh, we'll get some early thoughts on that game when we return on the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame. This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beer. Sponsored by Meineke, Zocco, and Bud Light. All right, so uh, Texas Tech on a bye week this week. So... uh, I know, uh, Jerry, you're hitting hitting the road for the Cowboys game this weekend with your son, which is awesome. Pete, you got any uh, bye week plans, or are you just... Uh... Well, I, I had some plans, and I Uh-oh. had to cancel them because uh, Ronald uh, said, hey, it's the bye week. Uh, I'd like to take off. Oh, that's so your... That's that your, uh, I'm working. I'm working Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So. Well, I'm sorry. Why didn't you, you big time him, man? Because, man, Pete, you know what, man? If they're happy... 
that makes me happy. If they get disgruntled, man, he gets all the holidays and stuff. You got you got to be you, you got to serve the lead, right? Yeah, man. So yeah. I'm fine with it. But I got off I got off Tuesday, Wednesday. I haven't had off Tuesday, Wednesday in a long time. So it was really weird. And I got back yesterday into work, and but I got a lot of stuff done. It's it, you know, there's a lot of good things when you can get off during the week and take care of errands and stuff. Because usually I'm running around working, and then I'm off Saturday, Sunday, and a lot of places aren't open Saturday. Gosh, Sunday. It's tough being a huge celebrity, I it guess, is. isn't it? Man, it's got to be, Pete. I didn't imply that. You know what? Life is tough. It yeah. is, man. There's a lot of crap out there. You know, yes, you got to deal with. So there you is. just got to make the most of it. And I try to be happy all the time. I mean, I love living here. I love my job. I love my kids. I love my girlfriend. I love people. I love Lubbock. I love the people. That's what you love. That's right, a great Matt answer. Wells? Yeah, I was about to say. Too bad Matt Wells didn't know that. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow, I, I th- I'm actually going to the Lubbock Uncorked, you know, the Chamber of Commerce puts it on. I've gone to that before. That's, that's awesome. I've, this will be, I think, my third one to go to um, out at the uh, American Windmill Museum. Yeah. One o'clock tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, you're been to that, Jared? Yeah. No, probably not a what? wine guy, I guess. You're I'm not a wine, but I'm out drinking if they're offering you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's actually pretty cool. It's, it's really, yeah. it's all about Texas wine, and, and a lot of people... Don't know here on the on the South Plains. I mean, the grape growing is so huge here. Yeah, especially still, Brownfield. Yeah, yeah, Terry County grows over eighty percent of the grapes that are used in Texas wine. And then people, you know, go down to Fredericksburg and do the the wine tour. They need to figure out how to get that, that wine tour here, here in Lubbock yeah. to where we're taking advantage. We're growing all the grapes, yeah. and you know, you got some great some wines in our area. Some country singer so. bottles some wine out in Brownfield. You, who am I? T- you know who I'm talking about? Oh, I don't man. know country. That's why I threw it out to yeah, you. Yeah, he threw it to your... me. I ought to know that. Okay, um, I don't know. Is it Lambert? Well, there's Miranda Lambert. She may have somebody. Is that, I don't know. know. I figured I you would she's... know off the top of your head. Yeah, I'm sorry. I tried to set you up. I know. You, you gave me the softball, but I just know and I whiffed you know on it there. Music. So I, know. I, just, I don't. I guess I just don't my don't Can you know. you drive 55 out there? Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, is that a country song now? No. I no. don't know my my country music People not wine know what makers. About. <laughs> That's a good one. Country winemakers. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll have to look into that, Pete. Yeah. Uh, we'll it. see. That's a great yeah. question, though. Thank you. Um, hey, real quick, too. I did send Jarrett the picture last week of yes, Texas State I believe saying yep. new rivalry when they were playing Tech in 2010 or whatever. They thought they were going to be Tech's new rival, Texas State. That's like gum on the bottom of my shoe. Even Ooh. even now, yeah. Oh, boy. That's, oh, boy. I like You're, a, man, that's but, but, I mean, they're good academically, but I'm just saying, playing. I mean, Tech beat them like 55-10 and something. No, it's Come a on. joke that they did that. Right, but I mean, it was offensive. Well, one to, you, you know, yeah, we, you certainly most of the time are going to beat Texas State, you think. Iowa State, <laughs> now that, that's a different, yeah, different situation. That's, a beast. that's who Tech yeah. comes back with uh, next Saturday, and uh, Iowa State of late has owned Tech, and it oh, hasn't even Campbell really been close. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, do you expect anything different this time around, or do you nope. think more of the same? <laughs> more of the same. Yeah. Okay. They're going to lose by double digits. Wow. I mean, okay. I would, if I were a gambling man, I'd put a lot of money on them. Pete? Uh, well, I want to see them throw the kitchen sink. You know, we still talk about, and I don't even remember the name of it, Big Man, Little City, whatever, the one with Jakeem Grant. Big World, Little People? Right. Like He's got to have some little plays. Big world. Throw him out. Let's get a play where, whoa, look at Mason Tharp. He's all alone. you got to have some, some of those trick plays. Yeah. Throw him out. What do you got to lose? I want I don't want to see the ho-hum regular thing. I agree. Right, yeah. I want to see a couple trick plays this game. Damn, they're bringing it. Way to go, Cumby. I want some, I mean, that'll excite some fans, win or lose. Man, you threw all your guns. You, you, you shot all your bullets. I thought it was so conservative. 
conservative against Oklahoma. Yes. That I actually asked Cumbie about Donovan Smith. First I asked, is Columbia going to start or Smith? And he said, well, Smith finished the game. So I think he was alluding to that. He didn't say, come out and say. He said by Sunday they'll have in place who the starter is. But I think I really do believe it's going to be Donovan Smith. To me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It is. But I thought when he was in the game, and I know he's part of a big part of it is just the RPO game, and that's a staple to this offense, and I get it, but it seems so bland. Yeah. So to the point that I asked Cumby, does Donovan Smith, is the whole playbook open for him? And he said, yes. And I said, so he has the playbook down. I mean, I followed up like, you know, yeah. you feel like he has a full grasp. And he said, yes, you know, I want to have all these guys to know, you know, the playbook. And I, I think he got what I was saying. Like, well, open it up for him, man. <laughs> right, you know, right, the guy's right. an athlete. He's got an arm. Well, it's Let's almost it, like you know? everybody knows he's not going to pass or something. Most right. and so defense is just sat there and and look at that it's... throw on the run he had to. Uh, it was really nice to see JJ uh, Sparkman, Sparkman too. Yeah, that, right? yeah, that was nice. Yeah, because I all of us have seen Donovan do it at friendship, and I know it's right. a different level. But I'm saying he is physically capable of getting out of the pocket and throwing on the run and making big plays happen. So unleash him, you know, right. please. And especially now, what do you got to lose now? Nothing. I mean, you, you know, Nothing. nobody expects you to win any more games. Get I mean, out there and just You're trying to win pizza, one game you know? to get to a bowl yes. game. You right. got to you got to go all out. Yep. But see, I'm to the point and now now that Wells is gone, I don't even care if they go to a bowl game this I year. I do for the players. Because, well, okay, yeah. that. I mean, and I really okay. do. I understand I, you I see, don't. I see what you're saying. I talk to these guys since they're no. like 15, you know. Well, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make it like, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about these players. <laughs> well, I'm just, no, I'm saying like, as, a, as a person, with now that this season has turned out the way it is with a coach being fired, it's like looking to the future now. No doubt. Now, certainly the guys going to a bowl game, I mean, yes, yes, I'm, I, I, I don't begrudge that. I'm not, listen, I'm mean and cruel, but I'm not that mean and cruel. This is what got me. I want to hear what you had to say about, okay. about that, but this is what got me. When Cumby said only five, he, I asked anybody who's been to a bowl game from the players in a team meeting, he said five or seven, I can't remember, it was five to seven guys stood up. There's only a handful of guys on this freaking roster who have even been to a bowl game, which is like the baseline for what? Being a mediocre team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that hit home for yeah. me. I know that stuff, wow. but when you hear it like that, you're like, oh, that's that's where we're at. So I would like these guys to experience Yeah, that really but even if they go 6-6 six and six and they get a taste of it, man, if we can play – I mean, you know, it just excites the guys, too. Yep. And mean, the practices, there are And the new coach coming in. Yep. Hey, man, we're building off of this. And the new coach could come in, more than likely, and he's going to be a part and see those practices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's going to be hired in December, or, you know, it'll be announced – and so that's when you're getting ready for the bowl game. You have those 15 extra yeah. practices. And that would be huge. That's huge. It is. They got to right. win. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say you've, you've, you've almost changed, changed my mind. <laughs> almost. <laughs> no, but, but I just, I guess what I was getting at, it just, it feels like, it just has the feeling to me of just kind of a lost season. You know, just just a weird no doubt, lost season. But it's season. early that's, on. That's they what were, I mean. Yeah. But, but I know, but I'm just saying the finality of firing the coach, yeah. it just kind of like, okay. Wave the white flag. We're gonna start over again. Yeah. Well, it, it feels like a lost season, but I totally. You're right. The practices. I. You've. You've. Like I said, that you well, gave me some things I wasn't really thinking about. Well, and here's another thing to consider. To speak to your point, though, just playing devil's advocate on both sides is that how many of these guys are going to be on the roster? Because I was having conversations with a couple of people in the industry covering other teams, and we were talking about just how devastating a coaching change is. Yeah. Because. Uh, let's say you bring in a guy who, let's say he's a four-star. Uh, Eric is a comma, okay? To us, it's all obvious that this guy should be on the field. He's one of the best players. Yeah. But 
the thing is, when you bring a new guy in, he may not see that guy, even someone as obvious as mm-hmm. Eric is a common. It's like, he just doesn't fit my system, doesn't mm-hmm. fit my scheme. Right. I'm just using Easy as an right. example. He's not really a good right. example other than he's so good, he's obvious, you know. But you see that. And so then that, that's wasted talent. That's wasted. That's, that hurts the roster. And then that guy leaves, and you got to replace him. And that happens at multiple positions. All mm-hmm. your position coach have these kind of evaluations. Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking for a 240-pound uh, guy with hips that can get around the corner, not this 280-pound guy that's going to hold the edge. What am I going to do with this guy? Let's move him right. inside. He's not as effective. He leaves. I mean, it just compounds itself. It just you know, yeah. coaching changes can be just very devastating to your program. Now, yeah, you got to do it. I mean, everybody goes through it one way right. or the other. And if you think you have a guy who's not going to win for you, then you got to do it sooner rather than later. But it it, it can be very um, tough to overcome. And those evaluations, though, in December, on the other end, could, mm-hmm. could help. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty interesting. All right. Good stuff to think about there. All right. We got still got more to come here on the uh, Rock and pregame. Um, you know, tech on a bye week, and uh, but there's this has been a crazy time though. I mean, there's no shortage of things to uh, talk about. Usually, a, a bye week is uh, kind of slow, but uh, we'll get you uh, if you kind of tuned in late or something. Uh, when we come back here, we'll give kind of another uh, capsule update of what's going on in the latest with the Texas Tech head football coach searching. Uh, situation that uh, just, you know, developing all the time. Is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beer. Sponsored by Fortenberry Roofing, Wiley Implement, and Hub City Body Shop. All right, so I've uh, been talking a lot about the uh, the uh, next head coach for Texas Tech and uh, who that could be. There's certainly lots of names flying around out there. But one of the things is, you know, when this, whoever this person ends up being, what are they going to be walking into next season as far as talent? You know, we've kind of mentioned that, you know, Wells has done a job adding depth and the, the talent level overall seems to be better than it was when he got here, which is a good thing. But based on who we know for sure is not going to be back next year, this doesn't count guys that could potentially transfer just because of a coaching change. But what kind of talent is going to be there for this next guy, do you think? Better than what Wells inherited. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be amazing. You you do lose guys like Rico Jeffers, Demarcus Fields, uh, uh, Colin uh, Schooler. Colin Schooler, yeah. Um, trying to think about who else. Easy's probably gone. I don't know that for sure, but I mean, there's he he will be drafted if he leaves this year. Yeah. Um, Geiger is gone. And he's boy, that guy's he's he's, he's had on, a really good year. Yeah. yeah. Stormont, which is not a big loss. He's been actually the biggest disappointment to me out of all the transfers. But you lose your left tackle. Um, I think that's it. I mean, Dawson Deaton might go, might choose to go. Yeah. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he'll be drafted or not. But he he might go. Um, so, trying to think about. I don't think anyone on the defensive line. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So. So so they're definitely whoever the next coach is, is coming into a situation that is workable or it's not like a total that's one of the like, draws totally. i believe like, okay is that hey you know this roster isn't built to win a big 12 title next year or anything close to that but it's built to go to a bowl game have a respectable season and be a foundation to build upon like you know get to recruit get to add in talent you know? so that's somewhat attractive to the whoever the yes. next head coach is if they're, if they're, as they're looking at things I going mean, you know what i think i could do something with this I, that's not speculation that is a thing yeah, absolutely. So okay. that puts it in focus. Now, quarterback. Tyler Shuck was out back out there practicing. I mean, obviously he's not going to the draft like some speculated he might because you know he was hurt. He didn't, you know, 
Um, does he stay? Right. I don't. I don't know. Um, Donovan Smith. I mean, more than likely, his father DeAndre is going to be the running backs coach. Is going to be fired. Is he going to stay in a place where his dad was fired? But is that a guy that you would retain as the new head coach just because you would want to keep, oh, keep Donovan a, Smith? Yeah, coach, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the I new mean, guy comes in and he looks at, he oh, goes, if you're oh, a head coach, would you yeah, like, yeah, you're going to go, I mean, man, maybe, I think I want you on the staff there, buddy. I think you've done a great job. I mean, and by the way, <laughs> oh, you're like the son of I tell, you, I tell you what's funny is, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean seriously, you know, no, I mean, and DeAndre Smith has been one of your better recruiters. I mean, and like I, one guy that I've confirmed, Speaking of recruiting uh, of your current class, who told me for sure he's sticking with Tech after Wells was fired, is uh, Bryson Donnell, who is a very good football player out there in East Texas. Um, you're getting a dang good football. He he reminds me of uh, some of the guys you already have on roster on the roster in terms of, I mean, he could run between the tackles. He could be a good receiver. I expect him to be good in pass pro. All that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, he's a he's a legitimate power five running mm-hmm. back. If he doesn't go to Tech, he's going to end up at Oklahoma State or Baylor or something like that. Wow. You know? So that's good. DeAndre Smith can recruit. I mean, can't look at Cameron Valdez. He's one of your top guys. You know, that you yeah. got so. I mean, and they've played well. It's like they the position is underperformed. So if they kept DeAndre Smith, because partly because of Donovan, I mean. You're not losing anything in terms of recruiting. Yeah. So, that's good. You well, know, it is as weird a season as this has been. I mean, there there are still some, some positive yeah. things yeah. on the on the roster, and you can see with the right guy coming in here and Taj Brooks. That's what I was trying okay, to come yeah. with. That's who uh, Bryson Dinell reminds me of. Okay. All right. Is, is Taj Brooks? Yeah. So. All right. And um, then, and then we brought this up. Speaking of staying with quarterback, if Sonny Cumbie isn't retained, right? What is Baron? I know Baron Moore's a tech guy, so I I'm not as worried about him. But I mean, if he hit the portal, he'd have a lot of suitors. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? He'd have a lot of choices. That dude is talented. I, he hadn't been he hadn't played, and people are like, "Oh, is he a bust?" I'm like, "No, I'm actually higher on him from what I've seen, what I've heard, but definitely from what I've seen myself than I was before he got on campus." Okay, he's been good. Yeah. He's been very impressive. They see him as a possible future. Him and Donovan battling it out, and I get it. Okay. Yeah. So he there will be a market for him if he left. But then again, like I said, he's a tech guy. He's a West Texas guy. I can see him sticking. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, like you mentioned, Chuck. I mean, he yeah. came here. Yeah. yeah. You know, Wells was the guy that was here. Now he's gone, and you just well, yeah. Let me ask you all something. Next, going the next season, would you rather have Tyler Chuck, Donovan Smith, or Barrett Morton being starting quarterback? Well, I'll tell you, I haven't seen as much Baron Morton as you have, probably like in practice and stuff. But so I, that I, I wouldn't weigh in on that probably. But just based on what I've seen, what I know, I'd rather have Donovan Smith. Me too. Yeah. It's easy. And I tell you what, I'd rather roll the dice and see what you have with Baron than go with Tyler yeah. at this point. I mean, I just feel like there's something. He's got all the tangibles, and I like him. He's a, like he's a leader and all that. So he's a good guy. And all yeah. that stuff. But there's just something. There's a disconnect there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got three games to let Donovan, let him, give him a, this is his job interview. I hope they do. I, you hope? Not Columbia, because Columbia has another year, and he could come back. The worst thing would be is if you, you put, uh, <laughs> Luffy, he's scoffing, <laughs> that was a scoff look. The worst thing would be, oh, my chair almost broke, but the worst thing would be is if you play Donovan Smith, he's lights out, man, you're like, oh, my gosh, and then, and then the new coach comes, and, and, and De- DeAndre, his dad, he doesn't remain on the staff, and then he leaves. And then Columbia's the starter next year? Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Look, so Henry Columbia, 
Yeah, I know. It's it, it's a, when you're looking at like the future and stuff. But you know, you got to hand it to Columbia though. That guy came in and you know it, it's tough situations and stuff. And he you know came with somebody got injured and last year and he you know he he, he did some he did some good things. He He's did. just probably not the guy that you're really excited about building the you know building a team around you gotta have like a baller probably, quarterback but, yeah. i don't think he's a baller he's a placeholder yeah, yeah right he's he's a, he's a he's a good average college tough dude college player tough guy did yeah. everything was asked of him but is he yeah you don't get excited probably yeah i mean his tank's almost done his his gas hole <laughs> yeah so his gas hole is not topped off there that's it with a g yes yes that's g the only show in America where you'll hear that term <laughs> multiple times. Jared was so excited I to was, drop that I word, was. too. I was. Um, all right. When you hear that, you're like, what, what in the world? That's not what are you thesaurus. It's not. What are you talking about? Now you're making up words. I, I know am, you're reading this. I can't even say thesaurus. Th- th- yeah. it's, it's all those uh, cream Pepsi sodas Man, you're drinking. I'm telling those you, Yankee drinks you're drinking. All those uh, books like the Thesaurus and then the Almanac. That was I always remember when when I was when I was a kid. We in, in my hometown, Lovington, we had on Wednesdays the local radio station there would have this. They'd have like a school program where they would uh, your your class got picked to be on the 15 minute radio program. Ah. You know, and so my class we were going to go one morning. And this is my first big moment in radio. And uh, so I'm like in third grade. So we'd been to the library learning about all the resources in the library. The, you know, the encyclopedias, the thesaurus, the almanac. Farmer's almanac? And, no, just the basic okay. almanac okay. with facts and stuff. <laughs> and so, so we get in there, and I am so nervous. It's me and, you know, there's probably about 15 other kids in there. We're all sitting around the table, and there's microphones. And the teacher, you know, she's got her little headphone thing on, and she goes, Okay, we're on. We're on. And she points, you know, and, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, cr-. and so the whole thing was it was going to be a roundtable discussion about all the wonderful resources in the library. So, so we're some people are answering questions, and the only thing I can remember because I'm so scared and nervous is the is the almanac, and it's the only <laughs> thing. And I'm just sitting there. Oh, she asked about the almanac. I'll raise my hand. So finally, if you were going to look at a list of you know whatever whatever, and and um, that's me. I raise my hand. She goes. Jeffrey and I go. Oh, that'd be the Alamnac. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> she, she was. Uh, oh, the Almanac. Yes, yes, the Almanac. That's and I'm like, awesome. oh, oh, the Alamnac. The Alamnac. I would never forget it, man. Christmas. That's awesome. Alamnac. Anyway, that's that was that was my first foray into radio, and it hasn't really gotten much better since then. Oh, I guess. that's but, outstanding. Uh, you know what I like? I like all those fire stories you talked about. Where you used to say fire was around. Oh, the yeah, the, the fire the report. That was yeah, great. yeah, that fire on third and. 82nd, Listen, man, that was that was like one of the biggest. Everybody in town would tune to the station to find out where you know there was a trash can on fire in an alley. It's like, and then everybody would drive over and look at Were it. Were you, you like know? setting fires? Did you have like an, all right, man? It's been slow in the fire setting, you know. Thing yeah. Going. yeah. Did you go set a fire for me on uh, 82nd. It was. Uh, I'll tell it you was, when you get was, out of there. Yeah, it was. It, it was. Uh, it was an amazing time. But uh, all right, well, we come back here on the uh, pregame show. Uh, we, you know, we talked a lot about the coaching search, and that's definitely what's on everybody's mind. And uh, we'll just kind of wrap it up with really the, the the very top candidates as it appears as of right now, and uh, we'll get you updated on that. And then we'll uh, we'll all sit back and see what happens. Of course, Jared will be following it on InsideTheRedRaiders.com. But there's more to come here. This is the Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beard. Sponsored by Mitch Hall Chevrolet, Chrome, and Hook and Reel. All right. Well, uh, wrapping it up here, uh, just one more, just kind of a final update on the coaching search and uh, 
really the there's so many there's been what how many names for you 20 names more I mean yeah, you know what and I want to give credit to Don Williams too he wrote a story earlier this week saying that 20 like at least 20 guys were being at least analyzed or considered um, in this coaching search yeah. which I think is for those who want an extensive search there, yeah. I mean, there you go I mean I, I trust Don you know and uh, in his reporting and I, that's what we're seeing right we're right. starting to see about right. that kind of that many names yeah, come up yeah you know? Yeah, and so out of those, uh, certainly there's names that you know are, are really they come to the top and really probably have the most legit chances. But as of today, as it stands right now, and it could change within five minutes. Yeah. But uh, who who would you say are the top three guys in your mind right now? The top one to me, I think it's pretty obvious out there is Joey McGuire. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really want to at this point, based on the other stuff we talked about, like the staff he could possibly bring in, all that. Uh, the fact that he gets West Texas and Texas Tech, that's who I want to see. Um, I know there, there's some uh, critics of him mm-hmm. because he doesn't have a lot of – he doesn't have any experience as a uh, collegiate head football coach, but he's been preparing for this for years. Yeah. So, How old a guy is he? He's 50, maybe, uh, something like that? You know, I was looking is, for that, and I don't know how old yeah, he is. I, I was like, oh. I was just was guessing, it? but but so he's not like a you know he's not like a thirty year old guy no. with a lot not a lot of uh, I would say somewhere experience. between so, yeah. mid forties to late forties yeah. or like something like that yeah. yeah okay all right so 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 definitely a, a guy who's been at least been in the coaching profession a long time and even oh, though yeah. he doesn't have the collegiate head coaching he's been a successful high school coach legend definitely yeah and so you know and really it's still the same it's still the game still of football, football. Yeah. I mean if you can coach football I that seems like you know you'd, you'd be all right coaching yep. college yeah. All I right. mean, every level, it's a different sport in a way, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. there's little nuances that are different. I mean, like the college game and the pro game are completely different, I mean, to me, almost yeah. like, you know. Uh, but still, yes. But I'm just saying, you know, just the, Generally, the basics of it. If yes. you can coach at a very high level at high-level high school, you know, Texas high school football, that probably translates pretty well to He knows how to get football, a team together. You know? He knows how to motivate his guys. He knows how to prepare for big games, and that's what they did was they played. Every game was a big game for Cedar Hill yeah. every week. So, yes. So Joey McGuire, maybe number one. Would you agree? Is he your yeah, number one would, guy for you right that. now? I'm going to throw out another him. name only because people, you know, this is a name. He, he worked with Cumbie, Patterson, Gary. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, yeah. That to me, that's just that's old news. Or I guess from the standpoint of Gary Pat, I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. What? How long would he be around? Man, I covered I, TCU yeah. for a couple of years. Man, he's another strange one. Let's yeah. Put it that way. Yeah. One one press conference, he stared at me the entire time. I swear, it's not just me being weird. Like he was answering questions. It was like thirty people, mm-hmm. and he like stared at me the whole time. Like he was answering somebody like two rows over. I was like, is was this really happy in my Twilight Zone? You, man, that's, no, it wasn't like that. He was just like zoned out. I don't know if he was just picked something to fixate on, you know, and it yeah. just happened to be me. <laughs> my, You're my, a fixating my, guy. My, my five head or whatever, you know, like, look at the five head on this guy. I'm just going to stare at this one answer. But, and I was like, what is he doing? I wanted to ask him so bad after press conference. like, that's like a booger I hang on my nose or something. Like, so He's so, really weird. So we've got Joey McGuire. And then uh, who 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 do you think's number uh, also in the I mean, top Leach three? is up there. I'm just saying, uh, okay. you know, just maybe you a know, chance. You know what I want with Leach? I mean, he he, he probably isn't going to come, but I would love for them just to end it. Hey, man, we're sorry. We're so, I mean, 
in the in, blood feud? Yeah, in, in the, and well, maybe, there's going to have to be some money. Well, but maybe we don't even hear about it. But I would love for that to just end. We'll hear about it. Yeah. Well, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, in a perfect world, I, I know what you're saying. Sure. You want to end that'd the curse? Be, that'd feel good. I do want to end the curse. Yeah, me too. And then, uh, all right, so, but but yeah. You uh, start hearing guys uh, like. McGuire and Leach, certainly you're hearing a lot. I, I'm not, I don't know if he's top three. I, I, he's not in the top three, like, on my board. I need to update that, but I'm going to update this this weekend. But uh, version 4.0. But, uh Trailer is still on the table. I don't know where he sits okay. exactly, but it's Because it seemed like that was just totally dead. Absolutely, and so. I thought, yeah, okay. I don't think so. I, okay. thought, I thought the same thing, but that's not the is case. Is he getting any sniffs from TCU? Have you heard? I don't know that. Yeah. Like, See, because that's know. what I'd heard, too, is that was really I mean, the job he wanted. He was. You know? yeah. I, knew, I know that. I yeah. don't know. Like, to me, it seems like Slane Dykes is going to be the next head coach at yeah. TCU. I don't know that. It's right. not my beat, but that's what yeah. it, it feels like. Yeah. Um, and then you got like a Hugh Freeze, like where's that? Like then you I, what, then you have like the left field or left field, where it's like, who's going to be somebody who comes in who gets that late interview that wows them? And it's like, okay, could well, that be Anthony Lynn? I mean, he's supposedly going to get an interview. Yeah. So I, the thing is, is that I don't know one person, and y'all right. correct me if I'm wrong, that is excited about that. Yeah, uh, it's just you know it's just been so long since he was at Tech. A lot of yeah. people, if you're under. Gosh, I don't know what forty-five or something. You yeah. may not even really remember him really that much. So I don't know if it's really exciting anymore. He wasn't. He didn't make a huge splash as, as an NFL head coach. So nice guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, is he really the answer right now? I, I don't think so. But um, all right. Well, so kind of it looks like we're kind of in the uh, Joey McGuire, Jeff Trailer, Mike Leach might be our consensus top three at this point. You think? As of right it's now, what we Leech know right the now. Top three. Well, but, I, I mean, know, that's but what I hear the most. Maybe it's because of Leach. I hear so much yeah, about it. Yeah. There's so much smoke there of it being a possibility. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. All right. Well, like I said, it's ever changing. So follow inside the com. And uh, if you follow the Rock and Pregame on Twitter and all, I mean, you you know, you, you know all the places to follow for the coaching information. That's for sure because there's plenty of it right now, and everybody's talking about it everywhere you go. So uh, we appreciate you uh, listening to the Rock and Pregame today. We'll be back next Saturday. Um, do, what do we know? The, what's the game time for that? We State don't. Game? We don't. Is they're it, on they the not, six yeah. day okay. deal. Okay. So. I, th- I was okay. I thought I was uh, the only one that didn't know. I'm glad to know. That. <laughs> Thank you. I, I started to panic. Like, I don't yeah, know I feel, what time it is. Like, oh, I yeah, feel better about myself know. now. Yeah. I'm not a failure. Um, all right. So uh, thank you again for listening. You're not a failure. Thank you. Pete. The worst is these people. The game's at eleven ten fifty. Hey, what channel is the game on? You're not a fan. You should know that. Come on. You don't even deserve to watch the game at it, that it's point. It's upsetting. Now I try not to be at work at that time. I'm, when they're on the road, I mean, the phone blows up. Yeah, I, I mean, they're all, you know, 70 to 90. They, I mean, what channel is it? That's I mean, what I'm doing for moving forward is I'm getting you an almanac for your birthday and Christmas. Or, or what would you call it? A lambnack. A lambnack. <laughs> and then uh, I don't owe you beer. We're even. Ha. For now. For now. Uh, yeah, we'll be back with rock and roll next week. So you guys right, can yeah, uh, battle. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to call you before the game. What, what, and ask. What, yeah, what channel is the game on, man? Okay, great. <laughs> that was going to be a fight, too. then. All right, well, that's it for today. This has been the Red Raider Outfitter Rock and Pre.